This is episode 1694. Welcome to the Daily Meditation Podcast. I'm Mary Mickley, and I honor you for showing up for yourself today as you get ready to slow down and connect to the best part of who you are. In today's episode, we continue with our theme this week. Our theme is all about clarity, mental clarity. And in today's episode, I'm going to share with you ways to create clarity in your physical spaces because research shows that when you have spaces that are cluttered, your thoughts become cluttered and it's hard to focus. And if you've been with us throughout this series, a few episodes ago at the beginning of the series, I shared with you research from Dr. Gary Small, who is a professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at UCLA. And he's done a lot of research on the brain and how your brain functions. And in the earlier episodes, I shared how when you are online using the internet and your different devices and you click around from one site that you Google to another site and you quickly scan articles that really don't have a whole lot of content anyways, instead of reading well thought out articles and spending some time on one site focusing and when you check emails and text messages, this can actually harm your brain. So it seems that when your physical spaces are likewise scattered and cluttered, that this also creates scattered, cluttered thinking. So neuroscientists have blamed the clutter of technology for shrinking your attention spans and even impacting your ability to learn. Fortunately, there are solutions and you are doing one of the very best, if not the very best way to support your prefrontal lobes the part of your brain that helps you manage stress, that helps you to focus and remain calm. So meditation can help you with clarity. There are also other healthy habits that can help your brain sort itself out. And Dr. Gary Small says the brain can write itself if we're aware of these issues. So as you start a brand new year, you may have already thought about 
streamlining your physical spaces, reducing clutter. And if you follow along with the KonMari method by Marie Kondo, who is from Japan, you may be familiar with her book, The Magic Art of Tidying. I believe that's the name of her book. I've read both of her books and followed along with streamlining my own physical spaces. I've completed every area except for the final area she recommends you streamline, which is your souvenirs or your photos. I still have that to streamline. And you may have watched her show. Now she has a a show on Netflix, I believe it is, and you can watch her approach to streamlining and decluttering your life. One of the principles Marie Kondo has when you decide what you should declutter from your physical spaces is to start with what is easiest. So she recommends clothing, taking all your clothing, putting it on your bed or in one place so you can see how much you have and going through each piece one by one to determine whether or not you love an item or as Marie Kondo puts it, whether or not the item sparks joy. Does it bring you joy? And is the item useful? And so these are two of her main principles. She has several other principles, but I share these two with you because you can apply this to your thought process as well. When you are weeding out negative thoughts, how to declutter your mind, when you become aware of these processes, as Dr. Small recommended, you can do something about it when you're aware of it. So when you're aware of negative thoughts or harmful thoughts, then you can think about, okay, well, what is triggering these harmful thoughts? And is this something that is useful to me? Is it supporting me in any way? The answer will be, no, it's harmful. Or you may feel, yes, it is supporting me because I am justified in thinking this. Someone did something to me and I have every right to be angry. Or look at the state of the world. I have every right to feel hopeless and to feel frustrated and scared. So when you break those thoughts down and you think about, okay, this might be true, but is the way I'm thinking about it and the physiological reaction in your body, is it supporting you? And if it's not, then think about letting go of that emotion or that thought. It's not quite as simple as tossing out a physical item. But even people who go through their homes and try to streamline their homes have so much attachment to their possessions. It's painful for them to 
to let go of certain possessions. I'm sure it is for you as well with some of the things you have in your life that you could let go of, but it's so painful to think of doing so. So letting go of certain thoughts can be difficult, but really consider the impact and the power that that thought may have over you. Does it dictate how you approach your day every day? Does it harm your relationships with other people or your health or your job or whatever it is you do to show up in the world? And then you can work on releasing this thought. Start with the easiest thoughts first and then begin to release those so you could think, Oh, I just don't like waking up early in the morning. This is a negative thought because you know that when you wake up early in the morning, you win the day. So if you have this thought, you know you need to wake up early, but every morning you wake up feeling like, oh, I just don't want to get out of bed. Think about the pain associated with not getting up early. And losing out on valuable time that you could spend focusing to get certain things done so that you have more time to spend later on in the day with your loved ones. These are the same decisions we make when we go through our physical items as well. We may think, oh, we need to hang on to this jacket. This jacket has so many memory, so there's an emotional attachment, but you never wear the jacket, and when you go to find something to wear in your closet in the morning, this jacket hogs a good deal of space in your closet, and you feel like you can't really see the things you do like wearing or you need to wear because there's this big jacket, and it has those good memories, but you don't wear it. Well, maybe you could find another place for the jacket. Or maybe you could say, this jacket was good to me. I have these good memories. I thank the jacket, as Marie Kondo recommends, thanking your possessions before you release them, and pass it on to someone who likewise will enjoy this jacket. And that way you have more space in your closet and you're going to enjoy your clothes that you wear every day so much more. So you know already what's cluttering up your spaces, what's cluttering up your mind. So as you sit down to meditate today, focus on your thoughts as you settle yourself down and your technique for today is your fifth chakra. Chakras are simply energy within your body that settles in certain locations. Well, your fifth chakra is located at your neck, your throat. It impacts how you communicate with others, the words you use, the quality of your voice your authenticity. Are you being authentic? Do you share your true self? 
How does the world perceive you? These are questions to reflect on to help you better be able to release those things that no longer support you, including your thoughts, including your physical possessions. This chakra, the color is indigo blue. This color is often associated with trust. Visualize yourself surrounded by blue. Color therapy is so powerful. You could focus at your throat, your truth, and a deep inner calm will emanate when you declutter your thoughts and your spaces, you have clarity. Continue your meditation. As always, the full guided meditations are on my app, the Sip and Om Meditation app. You can try out the app full access currently for two weeks free. You receive access to the full app when you subscribe for two weeks free. Over 1,800 guided meditations, including weekly journals customized for the theme and a weekly guide with all the techniques on it. This is the Sip and Om meditation app. As you sink into your own inner stillness, know you are so worth slowing down for.